Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. So this week I have with me a guy that I have yet to actually see wrestle in person. However, I have seen many things of his on the internet, and he has actually been a viral sensation. So I am excited to be able to present this guy to you. He is Sam Stackhouse. He is a wrestler out of Oklahoma. He also wrestles out of Texas. He's been in many different promotions. One of the bigger promotions that he's been in is Game Changer Wrestling. And I am very excited about having him on this week. And so I can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. I do want to give a brief trigger warning, though. There are a few times where we talk about things that some people might consider um, gory or, you know, make you squeamish. Um, it's not much, but there is something there, and I did want to just place this here so you guys do know that there are a few times where we talk about some of the death matches that he's had and a few things that have happened in those death matches. But overall, I think that this is a wonderful episode. And for the people who are tuning in just to hear the Sam Stackhouse episode, I hope you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and find something else that you like here as well. Um, so if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey dad. Get back in your car. Go. (laughs) Get out of here. You can't be here. I wasn't about to call you dad, so. (laughs) Seriously? Just for the, you know, the work rate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, she said he looked like an old piece of leather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Supernatural, which is by far one of my favorite shows, and I will be talking a lot about Supernatural. I will be quoting Supernatural. Bro. I just remember because they also everybody whenever they came to the ring goes. <laughs> what? Okay, before I get started, you ever had a design in mind and you wanted to put it on a shirt or a hat or a cup, but you just didn't know who to go to? Well, come on over to R&L Designs, where they make all of your custom needs come true. They make custom hats, they make custom shirts, they make custom mugs, they even do the tumblers and the glass mugs as well. They do key fobs even. They have great prices and they have a reasonable turnaround time. If you need anything custom, these are the people that you need to hit up today. You can find them on Facebook, and that is at R&L Designs. You can also find them on Instagram at R&L Designs 19. They have a Facebook page. They have an Instagram page. They update it regularly with new products. You can also message them if you have something in mind. Hit them up today for all of your custom needs. Give them a like, give them a follow. All right, everybody. So today I have with me a man that has been a viral sensation on the internet and uh, he is known uh, for being in Game Changer Wrestling. He's known for wrestling in Oklahoma. He is actually currently the Loco Wrestling Champion, 
the Heart of Texas Wrestling Champion, the Unified Wrestling Oklahoma Champion, the World Class Pro Wrestling Interim Champion, and the Insane Hardcore Wrestling Champion at this moment. So we call him Sammy Five Belts, and he is the king of thick style. Uh, Sam Stackhouse, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. It is really nice to have you on the show. I'm happy to be here. You have been a very busy man, apparently. You have five different championships that you got going on right now. Yeah, it's a, it's been a crazy it's well, it's been a, it's been a crazy about a year and going on a year and a half now, I guess. But it's but yeah, it's been a crazy for real. The past year has been absolutely insane. So <laughs> yeah, so how from you- zero to zero to all of them. Zero to all of them. Hey, but I mean that's that's uh, progress right there, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so how exactly did you get into wrestling? I mean, it's the same same. Old, I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> fell in love with just the big the big spectacle of it. I think the the very first uh, wrestling I ever saw like on TV was the ECW pay per view. Actually, that was like live. Okay. And once I saw that, yeah, once I saw that, then I started looking into wrestling. While my brother. My brother's been into wrestling since I can remember, so he was really responsible for getting me, getting me into it. Because all the reason I watched that pay per view was because I was babysitting my nephews, or I was staying over there. Cause I was only like nine or ten or something like that, but I was staying over there with my nephews because oh. he was in Dallas. Because he was in Dallas at the pay per view, so oh. I think it was Mania. Matter of fact, uh, like wow. seven Mania seventeen or something like that. I think it was whichever oh, one was in one. Dallas. Yeah, he he was there, and I was with, I was with the, I was with my nephews, and that was the first like big big pay per view I, I saw. Uh-huh. And then uh, the first like local local show I went to was probably 2000, oh, 2002, 2003, something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, but we had the, in Tulsa, we had this thing, or we used to have this thing called the Indoor Fun Fair. And it was oh. in like February or March when okay. it was cold, so they would they would put all like the we had the big old Expo building. Yeah, and I think it's like I think it's like the Quick Trip building or something now. Uh-huh. Um, but they they would put like the the fair rides inside the building because they had like the big ship and they had like all the little spinny rides and it was like a fair basically just a fair inside and uh, they had a, a wrestling show there and that was the first like the first live show I had ever I ever went to before I went to WWE show or anything that was the first live show I ever went to and like I I just, I, I don't really remember not liking wrestling I mean <laughs> it's and now especially now it's been my it's been my entire life for almost fourteen years now so. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah you've definitely just, made a, a career out of it now i guess huh a, a wave of a wave of oldness just just flowed over me when i said that <laughs> for 14 years jesus that's crazy my kids try to make me feel old all the time so i get that wave of oldness constantly <laughs> <laughs> who were some of your main um influences i guess i would say when you were little even uh, with wrestling um i mean like my <laughs> My first real, I mean, my first like favorite wrestler was Jeff Hardy. Yeah. But then, but and, like Jeff Hardy and RVD were my like people. Yeah. And then, but then once I once I like got older, I started looking into wrestling. Mm-hmm. Then obviously, I started finding I started finding Bam Bam and Vader. Yeah. And then then Umaga is probably like my number one like favorite wrestler. Okay. I, the more the more I thought about it, because like I mean, just he was like I don't know like and now uh, that's why it was so special when I got to wrestle Jacob Fatu because mm-hmm. they're basically the same. Yeah. And like it, like I mean, just the things that the things that they can do and stuff, like the, and how smooth this every, every little thing that Umaga did and everything that Jake Fadu does is it's just super. Every, like I said, everything's smooth. Like, and it's not even like for their size. I mean, just in general, they're the they're some of the smoothest wrestlers that have ever happened. So, right. yeah, Umaga's probably my number one. Okay, 
Yeah, I, I did notice you were uh, very agile for a, for a big guy, you know. Yeah. And so that's yeah. uh, that's pretty impressive to see. I was uh, talking to one of my friends, uh, telling him that I was going to have you on the show and everything. I've actually been pretty excited whenever uh, I sent you that message. And you're like, sure, man, let's do this. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was kind of showing him some of your stuff, and he was like, wow, that's that's really impressive. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> So I know you uh, you said that you were influenced by um, Bam Bam and some of the other ones, and I'm your ring attire actually shows that as well, you know, with yeah. uh, the with the flames and everything. So that's that's really cool to see uh, that kind of tip of the hat to those guys. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And before that, I wore a red and black singlet, just like like later used to. So it's been that way pretty much for a while. And when I started, when I started out, my first wrestling gear ever was just like black tights, and I didn't have shoes or a shirt on. <laughs> That's how, that's how my first, like, my first, like, I think like six months or so I wrestled, I wrestled like that. So, and cause there was, a, there was actually a whole thing before I made my debut. Cause it was the day of the show and mm-hmm. we didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have a name <laughs> and I didn't have anything. So like, we were trying to figure this out. And one, like at one point I was going to be Samu and I was going to be, I was going to be Samoan, like a white Samoan man okay. or something. All right. And then that didn't happen. And then I got Stackhouse. It's it's a nerdy. It's the nerdiest thing ever. But he asked me. <laughs> keep in mind, don't judge me. This was 2009, and I was like 18 years old. Uh-huh. So uh, he uh, he asked me like what the what the last name because he decided that we were going to go with Sam. Uh-huh. And then he asked he asked me what the last name of the people on the fa- on my favorite TV show. Uh-huh. And my favorite TV show at the time was True Blood, and their last okay. name was Stackhouse. Yeah, and their last name is Stackhouse, and that's how Sam Stackhouse happened. <laughs> that's the nerdiest thing that's ever. That's crazy, but yeah, Man, that's how Sam Stackhouse happened. <laughs> that's the coolest thing ever, though. You know, it's funny how that stuff comes out. You know, that you're able to uh, hold on to stuff like that, even in your wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that just happen because I also that also that day. I've, and I've I've been built from there ever, ever since since day one is Golden Crowd Texas. Uh-huh. There's, there's not a there's not a Golden Crowd Texas. It's just like you know. The Golden Crowd restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, but but it, it's it's it also blew my mind or it's blow, it blows my mind every time over the years. People come up to me and ask me like, "Oh, where's Golden Crowd?" At? And I'm and back now now I'm I'm getting familiar with Texas now. But before I had been to Texas like three times in my life, so I, I would just always I would always change it. I just I'm like, oh, it's like north of or I'd say south or east or whatever of the whatever town first town I can think of in Texas. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, it's not a real place either. But yeah, there's that's that's. That's basically how all, how all the best things that I've come up with. If they were just someone someone said something, and I was like, "That's funny." I'm just gonna roll with it. And now we're still rolling with it. So, uh, and man, that's some of the gold stuff. Is that? So yeah. I I love that. <laughs> so I I know that you've been in um, some rather how should I put this um, barbaric type matches too. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen some of them online and. Um, how do you prepare for something like that, knowing that you're something's going to happen like that? Man, it's it's been it has can it has kind of been a rough year because for a lot for like I've always anytime I've ever done like a hardcore match or a death match, uh-huh. even when I was just doing them in Oklahoma, like I always like I always go like all out, like I don't like I don't pull any punches. Like I, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Right. So, <laughs> but with with where I'm at now, like it's a different ball game in like other places because there's this. There's stuff that we're just not like legally by the commission and stuff allowed to do here. Yes. That you go down in Texas or ever and other places and then it's 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 the wild west down there. So 
And then, and like now that you now you did mention that I because I, I used to have this little rule that I was like I would do like two or three hardcore matches a year and they would be like you know blow off the feuds or whatever. Uh-huh. But I, there was there was a, a couple months ago where I I bled like four weeks in a row. Oh, wow! <laughs> it was because re- I re- I wrestled Masada uh-huh. and then uh, then the next day like my cuts from Masada got busted back open mm-hmm. and then I had then the next week. I wrestled. Uh, that was when I wrestled Kiefer Bartek, and I won the Loco Championship back, and mm-hmm. I played in that match. And then the, then the very next day, I won the World Class uh, Heavyweight, the Interim Championship, in a in a uh, in a cage match against Jerry Bostic in Wichita, Kansas. So that was four four shows. I guess that was only two weeks. That four shows in a row, I was bleeding. And then, and I even said uh, on Saturday when I go to I got to the premiere, I was like, every time I'm here, I'm bleeding. And <laughs> <laughs> like there was, there's really just no way to prepare for it because I mean, you know, it's gonna suck. Yep. And you just try to not like you just try not to like you try to have a death match within without any actual death. Right. And then it's all good. It's all good. And generally, like I can see like I'm never I don't think I'm ever gonna be a person that like like a death match guy. Mm-hmm. But like I I get it. Like yeah. because at the end of the day, like all the wrestlers were were just like we're just adrenaline junkies. Mm-hmm. And I can I can see how they how they could be how they could get addicted to doing the death matches because like the adrenaline you get from going out there and because like said like you're dealing with inanimate objects so like anything can happen like you yeah. you have a plan obviously like you think that you think you know how like the thumbtacks <laughs> are gonna act or you think you know how the I personally have not ventured into glass yet and uh-huh. I don't really plan on it but like people <laughs> don't know how that glass is gonna go like I've done fire I've done barbed wire like I do tacks like all the time because right. that's my jam. But like and chair, like you know, when you're dealing with doors and tables and all kinds of stuff, like you don't know how it's gonna, what's gonna happen when you're fighting out in the crowd. You don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know if you're gonna go for something. Someone's gonna be in the way, or you know, just anything can happen. So, like you just have to mentally prepare yourself for that more than the match. Yeah, like, you have to prepare yourself. You have to prepare yourself mentally for not knowing what's gonna happen. And then, but I mean, I I, I kind of enjoy that those those type of situations because in my my normal life, I'm not like I'm not a fan of like change and like. I like planning out stuff. So, like whenever whenever I'm wrestling, I like I I enjoy. That's my time to be you know reckless and stuff. But I had that death match, and I I didn't find out that I was I was having that death match uh, this past weekend until like three days before the show because it was supposed to be a cage. <laughs> but then some, but then something happened with the cage. So then they then they changed it to a Texas death match. And I don't know if you're familiar with Dmitry Alexandrov, but he's he's kind of went from like a. Well, I don't even know like how to phrase it, but now he's he's kind of diving more and more and more into becoming a, like a full time deathmatch guy. So okay. it was like I, you know, I was in there with with someone who's doing this a lot more than me. Yeah, but yeah, I say like you just have to mentally prepare yourself for the fact that you have no idea what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> well, and I imagine the the pop from the crowd that you get um, whenever you do stuff like that is probably exhilarating as well. Oh yeah, it's, it's just that, and then like. There's some. I mean, it's gonna sound weird to say y'all in like for people to hear, but there's something about like seeing your own blood and stuff, and just be, like it's <laughs> it like awakens like the old like how we used to be cavemen in the thing in the woods and shit. Like I, I swear, it like <laughs> it, it's 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 a thing. Like I said, I I can see. I don't personally see myself mm-hmm. like ever becoming like a strictly deathmatch guy, but I I can see how these guys like a lot of people are like I want to see how they can do that. I can like that just the dabbling I've done in. Uh-huh. I can see how that can become that can become a a drug sort of thing because it is it is pretty you get pretty hyped up yeah. you get just as hyped up as the crowd does sometimes maybe even more. <laughs> so I have a question, and this is because 
I'm fairly new to the death match uh, type of uh, matches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Until recently, um, the furthest I would go is, you know, I'd watch New Japan stuff and uh, WWE and AEW pretty much. And uh, I've recently got into indie wrestling. So there was something that I saw, and I think there's actually a picture of you with Walker Stewart. And you have these things <laughs> sticking out of your head. What are those? Yeah. Those are those are just barbecue skewers. Are they really? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. Zero out of ten. That was that was hands down the worst thing I've ever done. Oh, um, really? that was that was pretty brutal. And it wasn't even like the pain because like obviously it sucked. Yeah. But, like I've tried to describe it because but there was like a crunch when he was like elbowing them into my brain. Uh-huh. There was like like a crunching sound. Uh-huh. But it was it wasn't coming from like the outside. Like I could hear it, like my ears were hearing it from like the inside out. If that makes sense. Oh wow! Which probably doesn't. But that like that sensation freaked. Uh-huh. I had to, I was not a, was not a fan of that one because no. the pain. Obviously, I mean, obviously, like I said, it sucked. But mm-hmm. it was the it was like the sound or like the feeling that I was hearing it from like the in, inside out. Type. That that was weird. So <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. That was pretty. That was pretty brutal. Those are. Those are no joke. If you see someone doing those and they got they got cojones, because those are those are brutal. I've only that, seen that's, that's something that you literally cannot control. What happens with those? Like, I mean, those are just that's you're just hoping and praying. Luckily, I was in there with Masada, and he's like the he's like the king of that. So uh-huh. that's like his thing. So he knew what he was doing. He even had like the smaller ones and not like those big old long ones that people just go to the dollar dollar store and pick up. Yeah, like yeah. I, that's crazy. <laughs> He at least had like he had like shorter ones that weren't like because when he put them in my head, that wasn't even the end because uh-huh. I still got up and I had I hit him with a pile driver and did and did a few other things with them sticking out of my head. Well, didn't you hit him with <laughs> a then, spear? Yeah, I hit, yeah, I hit him with a spear. Then I picked him up and pot and gave him a pile driver. Yeah, and then he hit me. Then he hit me with a leg in the leg with a chair and then need the the chair into the into the uh, the gimmicks there. Yeah, man. Looking back. Looking back, not not the smartest thing, but you know it worked out. That's what that's what it is. I mean, it's like that, and that's like that's like I've had death matches with like death match guy. Like he's like a death match legend. He's yeah. done this in Japan, Australia, all over Europe. Just he's done it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And and I kept and I kept up with him and took him to the limit. It was like a thirty minute death match. And wow. so, like it had it has been like I, I didn't even realize it until you just pointed out one ago. It has been a it's been pretty. There's been a lot of tax picked out of our body this year. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we don't have, we don't we haven't had any lasting damage or anything, so we're we're good to go. That's good. How is it um, wrestling Abyss and getting thrown into the th- the thumbtacks? I mean, just like I got to I got lucky enough that I got to wrestle like a, a whole little like program with Abyss. I think we I think we had four matches, uh-huh. and like that that dude taught me like more th- at that time like at that time he taught me more than anybody's ever taught me like that he's brilliant like i love that man to death right. but yeah like that was that was fantastic because like that was one of my that, when i started getting a tna i remember one of the first uh uh dvds that my brother gave me one the one of them was like a pwg and it had uh-huh. like three discs in it or whatever right but then the other one was uh was was tna like when it was they were still it was some of like the wednesday pay-per-views or whatever they used to do. yeah yeah and and that's the first time i saw abyss and like so I watched him since I was like 13, 14 years old. And then to be able to like share the ring with him, not only share the ring with him. I mean, I had like, I mean, I'm not, not to pull back the curtain too much, but I mean, I had dinner with him. 
I got to ride. I got to share some miles with them. I'm just like, I mean, I, we text back and forth still to this day sometimes. That's so cool. like, <laughs> just that whole thing with Abyss was was fantastic. I can't talk him then. And he's like, I tell, I talk, I talk about this anytime it comes up. Anytime I get a chance to tell anybody, uh-huh. because when he got his uh, his Impact Hall of Fame speech, he said something that I'll remember to forever because he said that his whole. His whole goal, his whole goal was once he got to the top, was just so he, he wanted to get to the top so he could reach down and help the other person up with him. That's and cool. like that's always that's always stuck with me. And then I I I got to know him before he said that. And when he said that, like it all like it, I believed every single word of it because I I had experienced it. Right. So and that's that's I try to try to still be that way too. But yeah, this this was great to work with. Our last match, kind of <laughs> me and my wife have a little running joke, but uh, was it Eli Drake? Yeah, uh-huh. Abyss wrestled Eli Drake on the on an Impact pay per view uh-huh. like the week before our match was supposed to happen. He got and he got hurt, <laughs> so we had to. So he so we had to turn on like like the last our big blow off match had to get turned into a six man and stuff because he was pretty limited on what he could do because he got hurt in that match. Uh-huh. So so every, so me and my wife always have a joke every time we see Eli, Eli Drake on TV or his name's like L A Knight now I guess right uh-huh. yeah every, every time every time we see him on TV we boo. <laughs> 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 messed up that last match because it was well yeah because i i mean i was i think i was i was a bit second to last match because the, the very next week was royal rumble and that mm-hmm. was his first day at WWE, and that was that was his first day as a producer at wb was uh royal rumble so he's he, he signed with him uh he signed with him like the like i mean he had already done it whenever we wrestled but i mean i was like his second to last match so yeah that was pretty cool too <laughs> so he's officially like hung it up he's not going to wrestle anymore then well, I mean, he's been he's been there now for what three three or four years now, so something like that, yeah. It yeah, just, so I don't know. It, it would be cool that, just to see him come out yeah. for like a Royal Rumble or something like that. Oh, uh, oh, for sure, I, I'd lose my mind. That'd be I, fantastic. I <laughs> it was kind of like a, I think it'd be about as big as it was for me uh, in the last few years. I've had Edge was a big pop for me when he came back. Oh yeah, and then yep. um, when um, AJ showed up in WWE, I popped really hard for oh. that. And yeah, I, I, think, I remember where I was. I was you really? At, I was at truck driving. Yeah, I was at truck driving school. <laughs> when, when, AJ, when AJ saw us, I was watching because I was. They had us. They had us in the hotels and truck and like school was like from like six o'clock in the morning to like six o'clock in the evening or whatever. Uh-huh. So I was in the hotel room. I was in the hotel room watching the, watching the paper at truck driving school when AJ showed up. Wow, that was pretty dope. And then yeah, Edge. I lost my mind because I'm I'm still convinced that like uh, Edge is one of the best. Like just all around, he might be the best all around wrestler in my opinion just because he has ever, like i mean just the little just the little things because people people like crapped all over that thing where they called it like the world's greatest wrestling match or whatever right but listen okay that match literally had if you if you think it like if you ask anybody what their fate what they think their favorite match is uh-huh. i guarantee you what makes what makes that or whatever makes that match their favorite match mm-hmm. was in that match yes they did every 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 single like every single thing that you do to get a reaction from somebody Every single thing you do to like, they did literally everything in that match. So, I, in my opinion, it might have been the greatest like professional wrestling match. Not like, not like obviously technical and stuff, but I mean like as <laughs> far as what professional wrestling is, like the spectacle and everything. Yeah, they hit every single every single thing that should be hit in a professional wrestling match. Got hit by them, and yeah. Edge does it in almost every single one of his matches. So, yeah, I, I love agree. that. <laughs> yeah, the, the, him recently, the um, the Canadian Destroyer that he he yeah. pulled on. Um, uh, Damien Priest, wasn't it? Damien Priest is who it was. When yeah. he did that, yeah. 
Like I was like, oh my god, because you don't yeah. see that anymore, and especially his uh, where he's at in his career, you wouldn't expect that no. to come from him, you know. And he's no. still pulling out things that make you just pop like that. But I think that Randy Orton and Edge are probably two of the best that we still have going right now. Oh yeah, for one hundred percent. And I, I, I don't even like that in some circles. That's like a contra- controversial opinion, and I yeah. can't imagine why. I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah. I'm, <laughs> I've always, even when I didn't like Randy Orton, um, he makes things look so smooth. I mean, I watch well, it. There shouldn't be a sound by the me saying this. Now they're gonna get in trouble in the future. But I'm like, I'm not like a huge Randy Orton fan. Like uh-huh. I've never really been. I yeah. was always, I was always an Edge guy. So I was never right. a Randy Orton guy. So I was always an Edge guy. But uh-huh. I mean, I, but like he hit, he hits every, in every single one of his matches. Like I said, he hits everything that you're supposed to hit when you go out there and do your do your job as a professional wrestler. He hit everything. He makes you feel. He makes you feel exactly what you're supposed to feel at the exact moment you're supposed to feel it. Right. And that's the, that's the stuff that, that's the stuff I love. <laughs> yeah. So talking about that, who are some of the names of wrestlers that you um, would like to maybe in the future wrestle? What are some of your dream matches that you would like to have? Uh, well, not for, well, for forever. It was for the last few years, it was always uh, Jacob Fartu, two and uh-huh. I've got that one. Okay. So now I've been, I've been saving, I've been trying, I've been trying to put, uh, Put it out in the universe. Wrestle Calvin Tankman. So okay. we're we're working on that one next. That's my next. That's my next dream match. I think right now. As far as like people that are, you know, as as far as like obtainable dream matches, as like that could possibly happen right now. You know, right. obviously I'd love to wrestle some of the guys in AEW or WWE, but mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully eventually. But I mean, as far as like the guys that are out here now that I'm that I've been on shows with and stuff, Calvin Tankman's probably the number one right now. So I'd like to give a quick shout out to my newest sponsor for the show, Manscaped. If you're anything like me and you get a little bit nervous when it comes to... This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! (sighs) And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Manscaping or trimming things on your body because you're scared that you might nick something or cut something off, then this is the product for you. Um, I know from experience that this works. They have the skin safe technology on their lawnmower 4.0, and I don't have to worry about having that problem anymore of hurting myself when I'm trying to manscape. So they have that along with many other products. I also have the weed whacker, which is good for getting the hair out of your ears and hair out of your nose. It's just great products. They work really well. The Lawnmower 4.0 is actually waterproof, so if you would prefer to use that in the shower, you can. Um, it works amazing. If you guys want to, you can go to Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping if you use the promo code DADPOD20 at manscaped.com. Once again, like I said, go out, get these products. They actually work. I use them, and they work amazing. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code DADPOD20. Because I will ramble. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with a little rambling, man. It's all good. Especially, we're talking about something that we both love. We're talking about wrestling. And uh, 
it's something that br brings people together, you know? Uh, oh, 100%. So, I mean, you said that you grew up watching it with your brother and everything. For me, it was my uncle who got yep. me into it. So, you know, yep. it's something that does bring families together and it can bring friends okay. together and stuff too. So, oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's the, that's the, well, that's, I, I talk about this all the time too on these things. That's, that's one of the, that's my favorite thing about wrestling is it, it can be anything you need it to be or want it to be. Because right. there's every there's every kind of wrestling, but yeah. I mean, like, I was talking about I was talking about it on this one because I, I how it might be sound nerdy as hell too, but like I can't I can tell you like the important things that have happened in my life, like those core memories. Mm -hmm. I can I can tell you like what was happening, what the big storyline was, or what was that what I was doing in wrestling, or so, so I can tell you something <laughs> that I had to do with wrestling, yeah, and what in like big in big moments in my life, you know. <laughs> so like, and I'm like I can't be the only one that that, that wrestling does that for. No. So like that's it's just a it's just a beautiful thing, and like I mean I'm still getting I get goosebumps and chills because I was in uh, Mississippi um, like m about a month ago, and a guy came up to me like a grown man came up to me, and he was saying that he saw me on the internet and like I was I became like a bucket list for him to get to see, mm -hmm. and like he was saying time I had goosebumps just talking to me and stuff like that, and I was like and it like I almost like I was about to cry in front of this dude because like <laughs> I'm I'm. I'm used to being, I'm the, normally the dude with goosebumps that's scared to go talk to the person. Right. And I, I still, I still get that way. Cause I'm, I mean, I've been on shows with, with people that I never even thought, and I've got to talk to people that I never even thought that I would have, that I'd be able to without paying to do so, but yeah. I'm getting paid to do it. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm, you, I'm normally the guy that's like scared to go up to talk to the person or ask, asking questions and stuff like that. So just like being a Mississippi and the realization that I, that I was that for somebody else, like I absolutely blew my mind. And like, I'm about to get emotional talking about it now. Like that, that dude made my, he made my day for the past, like however long it's been since then. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Those moments are, uh, you'll always remember that. And that, I, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Crazy. Oh yeah. So what are some of your favorite matches that you've had? Uh, I think my best match was me and Mysterious Q. Okay. At that first loco, that first loco show I wrestled that. Uh -huh. I think that was my. I think that was that was the best match I've had. Like from a, like just a re like a wrestling standpoint, just chemistry was that. Like because he didn't get there. I didn't meet him until the show had already started. Oh wow! So like we clicked. Everything was good. Like I mean, he plus. Well, I mean, I met. It was more him than me because he's fantastic. <laughs> I, I he couldn't have a bad match with anybody. Yeah. But plus that was that was just the that was that was the first time. Well. It, I guess I'll call it about the, the third time that I was exposed to like a crowd like that. So I'll, I'll, cause the first time I ever, I was exposed to like the big crowd, that first GCW show I did, mm -hmm. which was about a, a month and a half before this. Mm -hmm. And that was the crate. That was hands down the craziest thing I'd ever been a part of. And then when I did the Matt Cardona match in uh, Vegas, that'll also be, that'll forever be a core memory for me. That was the, that was insane. Yeah. And that was, that was at that time, the most people I'd ever been in front of. How, then, how many were there? Well, in that in in uh, Vegas, it was probably a, a fat like a eleven twelve hundred something oh, like wow. that. Yeah. Okay. And then, but in the when I did the Hammerstein in New York, there was like three thousand people there. Oh, cool. <laughs> and that, but that was that was intense. That's probably my. I mean, that was that's probably got to be up there too. But I was, I mean, and I didn't have a full match. I was, I was in the thing for like two minutes, but I was in New York City in in the, in the Hammerstein ballroom and. Like I always talk about being in that room. The, the most special thing about that is there was, there was easily probably a thousand people that were living a, like a lifelong dream that night in that building. Like all the rest, like most of the wrestlers were, 
Because even Matt Cardona, who'd been in WWE for however long, that was his first time ever wrestling there. Oh, okay. So wow. he was, so he, yeah, like, dude, the, he's, he was arguably the biggest star on the show besides Moxley. Uh-huh. And like that was the, that was the first time he'd even ever wrestled there. Like his mom, like his whole family was there. Oh wow! Like it, it was a big so like just and like I, I stood outside and I was talking to a guy and because he was interviewing me for like a GCW Patreon thing or something like that mm-hmm. and I like it it, it kind of like just washed over me like I was realizing that like I thought that was just a huge night for me and I was like living in my brain but then like I took a step back and I realized that I was I was like in a room like like I said with hundreds maybe thousand people. That were lived like how how many fans was it their dream to go to a to go to a wrestling show right at Hammerstein Ballroom and much less it be a GCW show there's some hardcore GCW shows I, like fans because I recognize some I know some that came all the way from Texas and there's some that came even from, from Vegas all the way to all the way over, all the way up to New York there's people from that I recognize from all the shows yeah so like that was probably the most special thing and there's a whole lot of match, matches over the years like I got to win tag belts with my best friend. Mm-hmm. That was that was crazy. I got to beat my daughter for a belt because <laughs> she got because we we were we were doing this uh, like a three like a twenty four seven type thing. Uh-huh. And one of the other one of the other wrestlers had it. We were doing it where we were just switching it back like a bunch of times that day. Right. And he was running he was running from us, and she was sitting there playing, and he like smashed into the wall and fell down, <laughs> and she went over there and pinned him. So she got the belt, and then I, and then like late. And later on, I came in. I like tickled her, and then she laid on her back while I was tickling her. And then, the, and then the ref came in and kind of three stopped Peter for the belt. And she did. She had. She really. She had almost no idea what the heck was happening. She was very confused, but it was. It was awesome. So she even got a belt. So that's pretty cool too. Then I I got to have a mixed tag a mixed tag match with my wife. Oh, cool. So I mean, like I I've got to like, I've got to do a lot of cool things. So that's that's hard to. My brain can't like I haven't even and I've been telling people this for the past year. My brain hasn't even processed that, like I said, that first GCW show. That's been a year and a half ago now. And right. my brain hasn't even, I haven't even processed that. And since then, I've been to, like I said, the Vegas and the New York. And then I've wrestled guys like Ninja Mac and Jacob Fatu and ASF and uh, Dante. Like, I, I mean, the, like this, the, I wrestled Jack Evans on the fly a month ago. Wow. Because, because, him, because his opponent couldn't make it. But like I mean, it's point of made there, but then something happened. So the so like right, the show had already started, and uh-huh. I had to go to a tag match. And then right after the tag match, Jack Evans comes out, and I wrestled Jack Evans. It was when I say on the fly, it was on it was on the fly. It was it was absolutely insane. And so just like just stuff like that is has been just <laughs> like like yeah. I got I've got some huge matches coming up. There was before the the control your narrative. I was supposed to be on that big tour, and it got canceled. But there was. There was about to be some lot. There was going to be some life-altering things happening on there yeah. during that, but then unfortunately got canceled. But and then, but I've got some big matches coming up that haven't been announced yet. I mean, just man, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> man, you're getting hyped up just talking about all this. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> I mean, it's a. I, I can hear your excitement about it, yeah. and it's it's so awesome to hear. I do want to talk about how did you get into GCW, and I want you to kind of. If you can talk about that first show that you did with yeah. them, okay. So it all happened. I I was sitting at my computer mm-hmm. playing Madden, okay. And I get a message on my phone. I just get a message on Facebook Messenger from somebody named Brett Lauderdale, and uh-huh. I, he was just like, "Hey," and I, he was or he said "sup" or "yo" or something like that, and I was like, "I was like, hello," <laughs> and then uh, just like, "How can I help?" I thought it was just like you know like a fan that was just saying "what's up" or something like that, right. and then. Uh, 
he said that he was the he asked me, first he asked me if I'd heard of Game Changer Wrestling. I was like, of course I've heard of Game Wrestling. And he was like, I'm the promoter of Game Changer Wrestling. And he told me that that he had he had more than a few people send him send him my clips, and he wanted to work with me when it made sense or whatever. So I like stopped right there because I obviously didn't know that he was the promoter. So then I looked in to make sure it was like the right dude, and I right. took a lap around my house running. And I told my I told my daughter that that we made it. We were about to, like <laughs> like we were. I was I had. I had to take, then I had to calm down. I messaged her back, and I was like, "Yeah, I was like, anytime." I was like, "Just let me know." And then it just worked out that that was, uh, and that was in like, like May, I guess. Uh-huh. And then a couple weeks, a couple weeks later, like a week later, something like that, they announced the Texas shows okay. that they were coming to Texas. So then I messaged them, and I was like, "Hey, I was like, I don't have anything that weekend. If I can just come down and meet you at the very least, just meet and you know, help. I can help set the ring, help do whatever." Mm-hmm. And he was like, bet. And he was like, cool, cool. And then, um, so I went down there and then, uh, so I wasn't booked or anything. Like I was just going to meet and then I got to Houston and then I met, I went in there and met him. And then he asked me if I had my gear and I was like, yeah. And then he didn't say anything to me for like another like hour or so. But then he was using <laughs> my, uh, my, my, he was using my like hotspot or whatever download to download somebody's music. Yeah. And so I was staying over there and then uh facade walks in. And they, you know, he was asking what he was going to be doing night or whatever. And then Brad goes, probably wrestling this guy, and like points at me. And that's when I, that's when I found out I was wrestling. <laughs> oh wow! So <laughs> I I instantly I instantly started having a heart attack. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just absolutely freaking out. And uh, but I mean, like went out there with I had a triple threat. It was me and Facade and Aaron Sipes, and mm-hmm. we went out there and killed it. Like Shine had a good. I mean. You know, the crowd was like it was like people even tell me to this day that like they were they were like they felt bad for me. They said when the, when I first came out there yeah. because they thought that I was just like like they were like all oh, this fat loaf. They're like this poor guy on the show. They're gonna eat him alive or whatever. And then once I started once I started once I started getting into it, then by the by the end, by the end of the thing, they would count for the free count whenever I won, and That's we're chanting cool. please come back. And yeah, and we're chanting please come back. And now every every time I go to Houston, like I be that's basically home now. Like it's, it's insane. Like I was just at that heart of Texas show where I wrestled Dimitri last week. I was uh-huh. supposed to be the bad guy, but they like, they, they basically booed Dimitri out of the building. Oh, because no. that's just, that's just, that's just my place, you know? Yeah. And then they got, like, I got like, yeah, it's just like, and plus that, that's when I first, like the fans in Oklahoma are, are fantastic, mm-hmm. but like the fans that the fans in Houston are, are, they're just a different breed from the fans anyway. Right. They, the, the Houston people are crazy. <laughs> but yeah and then like i said and then uh and it worked and it worked out and then um i even got i got the win which that was that was freaking crazy and then joey like joey janela and ali catch and um and brent and like they they were watching my match when it happened and like you can you can even hear joey on commentary a couple of times and popping and going crazy and stuff during the match which was freaking crazy and then i found out that he was the one that found my clips and, and sent him to brett so shout out to joey janela that's my guy now but <laughs> but yeah and then uh, the next day they were in um uh dallas and uh but i, I didn't get to rest on that show but, i mean i got to go hang out and got because uh, when i even when i when i went down there i was like worst case i get to watch two gcw shows for free right like right. and i i had never been to a gcw i mean i'd watched gcw plenty but i'd never been to a show mm-hmm. so that's what i was looking at so the next day i got to sit and watch a uh a whole, a whole, another G show, and I got to ring the. I was ringing the, I was the bell ringer 
for the next cha- the next day show. Okay. Little known fact, because that was pretty cool. Okay. But and but it was cool because but I got like and also a little known fact that all like anybody's gonna know if they you know if they hear stories like this. But it was cool because uh, like me and Fuego Del Sol were the like you know like the line of getting booked. Like there's like the line if if somebody wouldn't have showed up, we were right there. Okay, yeah. And we so we sit so we sat there and watched that first Dallas show together. Uh-huh. And then a few months later, a few months later, when they were in Dallas, me and him were in the show in the same match together. So it was pretty cool. That's cool. But yeah, that was like a, that's a little just a little hidden hidden little side fact. But yeah, and then and then it was about a month later. I was sitting at my computer playing Madden again, and then I get a message saying, "Yo, can you come to Vegas?" And I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> and then, but he but he didn't tell me. Like I had no idea what I was doing. Like uh-huh. I went, to, I just went to Vegas because I just went to Vegas because I knew I was good. I knew I was going to do something. Right. And then I didn't find out. I didn't find out what it was until when I got there. So huh, wow. that was so yeah. It was which, and I told him. I told him I was glad I didn't know because I only had like twenty four hours to to freak out on the inside instead of you know two weeks or because it it was pretty short notice too. And then the same thing. I I had this before before when I still had to have a real job, which I only have to have a real job before. But I was a truck driver before. But then I picked up this other job after I quit doing the truck driving, mm-hmm. and I had to go to work. At like three o'clock in the morning, and I got up. It was like a two. It was a Tuesday. I remember. It was my wife's birthday, matter of fact. Oh. And um, I I woke up to a message, and it just said Hammerstein, <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. I like I woke my wife up at, at two thirty in the morning for that because I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, what? And then that's how. Then I found out I was going to to New York City, and that's that was. So cool. I got to go to the the Hall of Fame thing they did the night before. Uh-huh. Rubbing elbows with with CM Punk and Chris Hero and like people that I like I said those are the guys that I thought that I would never meet without right. paying, but like I was there as like that my name was on the table I still I kept the thing from the table that had my like reserved name thing on it <laughs> I still have it because like that's that was yeah that was crazy <laughs> but GCW and, that, and that's what all like everything that's happened now is like that just I went from zero to a hundred because I got on that show. And I don't. I've, I've had like one or two weeks off. Weeks off since then. Wow. So, well, yeah, yeah I was looking been... at. I was looking at. It was either uh, Cage, Cage Match, or one of the um, yeah. websites, and uh, yeah. you can just see it just steadily increasing the amount of different shows oh, yeah. that you've been on, uh, just yeah. from the start. And it's it was pretty yeah. awesome. Very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I've only I've only not wrestled one week in this entire year so far. Wow. And it was it was a couple weeks ago and it was me and my daughter were both sick, so that's, the, that's the only that, weekend yeah. I haven't wrestled. Yeah. That, that's the only only weekend I haven't wrestled this year. And I don't have a I don't have an open weekend for a well, I do have some open weekends coming up, but I'm gonna try to fill them, so hopefully we don't have any more open weekends. <laughs> it's always good to just stay busy, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially so, when it's my job now. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you wanna stay busy when you're doing that. Uh, so yeah. I know that um the very first video I ever saw of you, I believe it's probably one of your more popular ones. Um, it's the one of you sailing over the top rope onto the guy on the table. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that one. That was back in. That was actually in like 2019. Was it? Okay. And it went like, yeah, it went. It went like crazy viral. It got like 12 million views on Twitter. Like Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin and Bubba Ray Dudley all retweeted all kinds of craziness, and then. <laughs> And then it died down, but then I had another one like a moonsault or something, uh-huh. and then the, but that yeah that that was the clip that was the clip that started everything, and like that, that once that that happened that that yeah that should that changed things started changing after that, <laughs> <laughs> and that was at a wrestling for a cost event I think it was wasn't it? Yes sir yes sir 
where did you actually like get your start in wrestling? Like, where did you train at? I trained at a place called Compound Pro Wrestling, but they they stopped running. Um, well, they changed ownership, and then I started I started leaving and branching out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was just a little local place. They ran they ran every weekly shows at, okay. in the back room of in the back room of, of a tiny a tiny church mm-hmm. over in Tulsa. Okay. So I mean, it was you know a little. It was, I mean, it was cool. Like I, 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 you don't really. I'm always torn on training because like you don't really start learning what wrestling is until you're like out on the road and stuff like that. Like they can teach you how to lock up and take bumps and stuff like that. Obviously, but right. you learn by by going and wrestling different people. And I didn't. I didn't. I tell people not every. I didn't. I didn't really start learning what wrestling was until a year and a half ago because I've wrestled people. Like I said. Like I said, I, I've wrestled people that I've never met. That didn't used to happen. Uh-huh. Like there's matches, I feel bad saying that loud, but there's matches this this year where I was in like six man tag and stuff like that. Well, uh-huh. I don't, I can't even tell you what my opponents' names were because I've had I've had a lot of matches this year so far. <laughs> I've like it, it's yeah, it's been, but yeah, it's been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it sounds like it, but it sounds like it's been a a great ride. Um, oh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So, do you have anything that maybe you want to like? advertise that's coming up for you is there anything big that you're excited about that you would like to talk about uh i mean this this week coming up i got uh i got vip on friday mm-hmm. and then world class in lawton on saturday um yeah there's some i got uh, the end of next month is going to be huge the next loco show mm-hmm. it's me versus brian keith and that's going to be the big i mean that's gonna be the biggest match of my life but the biggest thing i want to talk about is um, today or well, yesterday they announced that the no, that Noah, Forrest and Noah are doing tryouts in oh. California on November, on in November, uh-huh. and uh, I've decided I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for that. Okay. So that's pretty yeah that's pretty that's pretty huge because uh, I got I have friends that are signed there now and like I was talking to them because like uh, yeah basically I, I was talking to them and they they told me I should go for it and got me pumped up so like I'm a, we're gonna we're gonna go for it so we're gonna I'm a, that's gonna be some some content I'm gonna start putting out and I'm gonna. Uh, try to put together like a little, little stuff about the training and the the financials of doing a, a trip like that, and and mm-hmm. then if, if like you know whatever happens at the the um, tryout happens, if I get to go to Japan, just you know like documenting that and stuff like that. So that's something I'm looking looking forward to. So that should be should be pretty cool. So look, so people can look look forward to that. And will that be something that you like you're going to do on your TikTok or something? Oh yeah, I, I, it'll be I'll put it on TikTok and Facebook and, and everything. Okay. Yeah, I'll make I sure recently, it gets on all the socials. <laughs> you know, I recently just started following your TikTok and everything. I, I, I didn't even know uh, that you had one at first. And then I yeah. found it and I was like, oh, sweet. So now I've yeah, uh, that's, that's what, you on there. That's what went crazy because I, I started out like before I did GCW, I had like 200 followers. Now, like I'm almost 17,000 now on there. Oh, wow. And then um, like Instagram's going crazy. Like, then that's another thing people could people could do. Like now it's, it's absolutely crazy, like the support and stuff that you get now. But mm-hmm. now, like ev- literally every single piece of support that people can give me, like on Facebook and stuff like that, it actually is like it's like real life support because I get like I just got the Sam Stackhouse page is now mo- is monetized. My personal page or my other page is monetized. It's like I get paid on Facebook, so when people share my stuff, the views and all that stuff that helps out. And that's that, cool. like it's just and but people people so, like that's that's been one thing I can't like I can't even talk about enough the past. Well, I mean, the past fourteen years, really, because it's, it's I've always had this like connection with fans, no matter where I go. But mm-hmm. it's just been 
now it's just been bigger because now I'm going different places and meeting new fans and stuff. But it's still everywhere I go, I have a connection with the people there. And just I, I guess it's just because wrestling. I think I think that wrestling fans can tell when you like when you're just a wrestler when you're not a fan of wrestling. And I'm a wrestler that I'm a I'm a wrestling fan that just happens that happens to get to do the to get to do the thing too. <laughs> because I I, I I I consume more wrestling during the week than, than anything. Like I don't I don't I, I I can't tell you anything about the Stranger Things TVs or the Game of Thrones or no I can't tell you my answer. I just I just recently like six months ago completely watched Breaking Bad, and that show was over like ten years ago. I, I still but haven't finished. It's it. fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic. But like I I I watch more wrestling than anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a I'm a I'm a like I said I'm just a, I'm just a big fanboy that gets to gets to live his dream in the ring every week and it's it's incredible and like i love wrestling so much because i always tell this too like wrestling has literally given me every single thing that like is the best in my life yeah like i only have one, i only have one friend that isn't from wrestling and he's been my friend since my, I, I got my first job when i was like 15 and a half and he's been my friend since then right. and, and every other every other friend i have is from wrestling i met my wife and uh, through wrestling so if it wasn't wrestling with her or my daughter my okay. best friend who like he was Drake Gallo's best man at my wedding. I was the best man at his wedding twice. Uh-huh. So t- it was to the same lady. One of the me- one of the weddings we used to be a secret, but now it's not a secret because we went. <laughs> okay, to, we, went, right. we went to Vegas. We went to Vegas. It was pretty fun. But <laughs> uh, they, they, it was great because they actually they got married like on their year anniversary. Oh, so. that's cool. <laughs> but or like I mean like on their they, they got their yeah because they they got married they got married in front of people. I yeah. should say on their on their actual one year anniversary, but That's and we got they was like a little like a place out in the woods. It was pretty, it was pretty neat. But I, I mean, I met him. He's the god. He's the godfather to, to our daughter, and I'm the godfather to his kid. Like like real things, like you know, like but yeah, like it's everything. And all my friends now, like my but my one of my best buddies, Tony, mm-hmm. buddy Jay, like all my all my all my all, like all my friends are all from all wrestling. All like that's it. My family, I wouldn't have anything. Uh, I wish I probably would. I don't want to say I wouldn't have anything, because that sounds terrible to say. But like all, all the all the good things in my life are brought to me by wrestling. So and and like I said, some of the, some of these fans that I've met over over the past year have just been like life changing to me. Like the fan art that I've gotten so far, mm-hmm. the like people people have like went out and like paid money to print out pictures and stuff that we took together to to give to me at shows and stuff. That's and cool. then like the people buying the merch and like and then when I started the sticker business uh-huh. and like the support from the support from the other wrestlers and that has been absolutely crazy. So yeah, I've noticed yeah, it's that just, the yeah the, it's the, been the crazy. Stickers are crazy. Uh, you have all kinds yeah, of them. Yeah. So oh yeah yeah it's been I, yeah that's been that's been a blessing. Like I mean I'm that's yeah so I, I I get to I get to do something that thousands of people talk about doing and dream about doing and i used to be one of those people but i mean i get to like take care of my family with like pure wrestling that's and like that's just that's that's my goal like i just want to be able to do this because i've never been like i'm not a big money guy like I'm, i don't need a bunch of bunch of crap like a bunch of things i'm pretty easy like i just wanted to not my goal because i mean i had to say i have the same backstory as a lot of people have i grew up super poor like you know all that jazz but mm-hmm. so i i just don't want like my goal is to never to not have to worry about money but I don't like I don't need I, I don't need a bunch of money sitting in a bank account somewhere and I don't need a bunch of paint. Like I'm not a car guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a big house I'm not a big house guy. Yeah. Like if I have a room for all, like if I can get like a house big enough to have a room for for my stuff, uh-huh. then I'm good to go, you know. 
so but the support from the people has just been absolutely crazy like and i've gotten to do a bunch of these interviews and stuff so i, pre- I appreciate the opportunity for you having me on here to be able to talk to more people and share my story and stuff like that and get it out there yeah because the more people hear it the, the more people you know it's just it's it's been like a snowball because you know like there's been people who have messaged me from places that i would not have never even known how they would know who i was or anything like that and it's just been the word of mouth and like said the support of people sharing everything and it's just been fantastic. So anybody listening to this, thank you. If you if you support me, even if you haven't, just thank you for thank you for loving wrestling. If you support wrestling, by that you support me. So thank you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So if people want to follow you, how can they do that? That's the Sam Stackhouse on uh, pretty much everything: uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on all of it. Uh, TheSamStackhouse.com is an actual thing now. So that funny story that that was actually my father's day present for my wife. Oh, cool. She got me, <laughs> she, she got me, a, she got me a website. So, and, uh, pretty soon that that's getting worked on now. I'm, I'm I don't know what I'm doing, so uh-huh. I'm slowly building that thing, but I mean, it's live. I've got some, I've got some, my, uh, uh there's matches on there. Uh-huh. Uh, pretty soon the merch, pretty soon all the merch and stuff will be available on there. And then, um, I got a buddy who, uh, plugged for Oklahoma. There's oklafan.com. If you ever want to know the history of Sam Stackhouse, you can look at oklafan.com because it has every single match, every single title, every single like facts about me, every single person I've ever tagged with, every every uh, promotion I've ever worked for, and anybody in Oklahoma, it has it has all that for them. And that's something that a lot of Oklahoma people take for granted because no other states have that. Right. <laughs> like any ma- any match that I've ever had in Oklahoma, any show I've ever been on, any show that's ever happened. Yeah. Like they keep track of the WWE results. They keep track of every result, yeah. and they there's uh, articles on there. But uh, all that to say that there's going to be I'm going to have a monthly, maybe biweekly article that's going to be posted on there by the uh, uh, CM Burnham who runs Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and it's, it'll just it'll recap what I what I did the previous month, and it'll tell everybody what I've got coming up. Um, if there's anything anybody I want anybody to know about anything like that, it's going to be all up there. And like I said, I'm going to uh, we're in the morning. I'm starting this journey. Um, to try to go to Japan because that's uh, that's been a dream of mine for since I got into wrestling. Yeah, and that's where all the all the big boys they were they were they were big in Japan before they were big here. Vader, Bam Bam, all all those guys went over and blew up in Japan, and then they then they came here and you know yeah. got to make a living. So yeah. if that so that so that's gonna start. And like I said that's gonna be that'll be up on the website and on Instagram, TikTok. That'll be up on all that stuff. So I'll keep everybody updated on that. So. Awesome. Yeah, I've I've actually been keeping up with uh, MJ's posts about uh, oh yeah Japan. So yeah, he's yeah. lucky being yeah. there right now. Oh yeah, that's fan and that's fantastic. They could, they couldn't have picked a better ref because he's he's good people. Yeah, he's awesome. I he's actually one I had on two weeks ago on my show. Nice. And, uh, yeah, Thank he was you. he was a lot of fun to talk to. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And yeah, we're gonna be whenever. Uh, they get back stateside. We're supposed to be drill GCW road bunnies. So hopefully, hopefully I'll have some GCW dates to announce soon too. So, okay. Well, that'll be cool. That's, I'll, that's I'll be definitely be oh, looking yeah. out for that. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, it has been wonderful talking to you. Um, I am definitely hyped about Sam Stackhouse and seeing where you're going to go next, because it sounds like your trajectory is just up. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate. It. Yeah, I got another. I got another title match in a couple weeks too, so it could be could be Sammy Six Belt pretty soon. Who knows? <laughs> Sammy Six Belts. I love it. I can't wait yes, to see. Sir. it. <laughs> well, yeah. Like I said, thanks thanks for having me on. I had, had a great time talking. Like I I can talk to I can talk about wrestling for 
however long you need me to. <laughs> I'm the same way, man. I, but thank you so much for coming on here. And uh, yes, yeah, this has been a real treat. I've uh, been looking forward to this. Yes, I appreciate it. All right. Well, I will talk to you later. Yes, sir. All right. You are invited to join the ghosts, the banshees, the fairies, and demons run amok. We're all coming to October Pod's Halloween Potluck. You'll enjoy this ghastly crew. If your blood doesn't end up in the stew, we'll be baking a cake and raising some hell. Beware for heaven's sake. Because we've got ghost stories to tell at October Pods Halloween Potluck. Coming to YouTube on Tuesday, October 11th. Get a special preview by listening to our companion podcast, October Pod AM, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or find all our links at OctoberPodVHS.com. October Pod, retro horror. For bold individualists. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Cat's Pajamas, aka Cat's PJs. I'm the host of a show called Creative Podcasts, where we talk all things music, musicians, musicianship, music influences, music backstories. The origins, where they come from, what do they do, what are they doing now? So if you're into music, if you listen to music, come on over to Creator Podcast where all the cool cats are hanging, baby. We'll talk about your favorite artists, your favorite songs, conspiracies to funny things, this, that, finger snaps, hand claps, all genres of music, eclectic, electric, nothing like you'd expect it. So come on over to Creative Podcast and tune in, baby. I'll see you there. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Sam Stackhouse. He was really cool to talk to. And uh, I had a lot in common with him. I, I feel like uh, me and him could have a lot of long conversations when it comes to wrestling because uh, we're a lot alike when it comes to that. So, uh, yeah, I really do hope that you guys enjoyed that one. So next week I have with me uh, Red James. He is a wrestler out of Oklahoma. I have got to see him at a Crown Championship show. He is wonderful at what he does, and I am very excited to be having him on next week um the week following that i have charlie berry he is a country music artist and um it's the same people who uh brought me presley Tennant have been uh, gracious enough to let me have him come on the show to do an interview as well kind of talk about some of his music that's coming out my wife and i have listened to quite a bit of his music so i'm actually pretty stoked about having this fella on I also have a special episode coming out that week, and that is with the mullet daddy himself, Johnny Cove. He is going to be on the show. We are doing a special episode. There is a crown championship show that is coming up on October 22nd, and uh, they are having a mullet contest. 
at that show. You might have heard us talk about it whenever Chris Allred was on the podcast. Well, I am going to have a special episode with the mullet daddy himself, Johnny Cove, to kind of get everybody in the mullet spirit for that um, show that is coming up that weekend. Um, then the week after that, I have on with me um, Richard Pierce. He is out of Wrestling for a Cause. Um, some of you know him, and for those that don't, we're going to get to know him pretty well, I think, on that episode. I am excited to have him on. I've got some great episodes that are coming up. I've got some serious episodes that are coming up. Um, if you guys want to drop a line to me and tell me what you think about the show, you can do that. If you have questions for me, you can do that as well. I have an email address, and the email address is giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. If you want to, you can also follow me on all the social medias. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Snapchat. You can find me in all kinds of places. If you Google, if you give a data podcast, I am about the first 15 results, I believe, that shows up on there. You can find my podcast anywhere. You can find it just by talking to your Echo Dot. You can tell it, hey, I want to listen to the newest episode of If You Give a Data Podcast, and it'll come up on there as well. But if you do want to follow me on the social medias, you can do so. Um, I am on Facebook, and that's at I-Y-G-A-D-A-P, or you can just search for If You Give a Data Podcast. I am also on Instagram, and that's at Give a Data Podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter, and that's at DadPodcast11. I update those pretty regularly um, to let you guys know what's going on with the show. As I'm recording this, I am getting stoked and excited because this weekend I'm actually going to a Pay It Back show uh, for Crown Championship. They are doing a show in West Fork, Arkansas, and it's a free show. They've got some really cool um, people going to be on there. Justin Lee is actually going to be facing Alex Royal in the main event. There's also a Battle Royal that will be at this show, so I'm pretty excited about it. So if you're hearing this and you would like to go to that show, um, you can always go to the uh, crownprotickets.com to get your tickets there for it as well. Um, I'm excited about it. I can't wait to go. This is going to be the first show that my wife has actually been to. And uh, there's actually a funny story. I when we were kind of telling her about what was going on and that we were going to the show, the one thing that she asked me was, she said, is the guy that broke his nose going to be there? (laughs) Well, she's talking about um, Justin Lee. When I went to my first crown championship show, he broke his nose in one of the matches. And so, uh, yeah, she knew who that was. And so he is in the main event. And I sent him a message and told him about it. And he was like, I'm going to be there with most of my nose. So (laughs) we are excited to be able to go to that show. It's a family-friendly show, and it'll be pretty awesome. And that is on October 8th. Uh, I don't think I mentioned that a minute ago, but that's Saturday, October 8th. So if you're hearing this before Saturday, October 8th, and you want to go to that show, look that up at crownprotickets.com. So, yeah, I've got some great things that are coming up. I've got some more announcements that will be coming out soon. I can't wait to share with you guys. I am excited for what is happening with this podcast, and I'm excited to see what the future holds. 
So, yeah, I am going to bring this show to an end. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed our show, come back next week.